Hello, welcome to Time Warp Wife Ministries. I'm your host, Darlene Schacht. And I'm your co-host, Michael Schacht. And this is 5-Minute Marriage. Bible verse comes from 2 Corinthians chapter 10 verses 3 to 6. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. And having in a readiness to revenge all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. Ah, uh, you see, as you were reading that, I know just before you read it, I was asking mm-hmm. you, what is strongholds exactly? Because if you look up the de- definition of a stronghold, it says that it's a fortified place. Yes. And so I'm thinking, isn't that a good thing that we have strongholds, that we have this fortified place that we are in Christ? But as you look at that verse and when you read it again, it it really started to make more sense where it's saying um, that every high thing that exalteth itself against the knowledge of God. Mm -hmm. So these are the strongholds that are uh, the strongholds that really kind of have us locked in, I think, in almost like a a fortress. Like so we can bring those things down. It could be um, addiction. It could be any sin. uh, Yeah. Any sin at all that just seems to have a hold of us. It, it doesn't, you know, but sometimes it does feel that way. There is a verse that when I was looking it up just before mm-hmm. we read this, it's in Isaiah twenty five eleven. It says, God will bring down their pride. Despite the cleverness of their hands, he will bring down your high fortified walls and lay them low. He will bring them down to the ground, to the very dust. And that I think is a really good verse that kind of describes what the the bringing down of strongholds is right and so um i'd just like to read a little bit of the verse before we continue with it a little bit of the um of the prayer prayer. yeah it says help us to tear down the strongholds we have in our life remove any lust any addiction and any desire that stands between our soul and your will your word tells us that we're no longer slaves to our sin But we struggle, Lord. We have a desire to do well, but so often we fail. We need your help because we can't do this on our own, on our strength alone. Help us to bring every bad habit and every bad thought into obedience to your will. Give us the wisdom to identify the strongholds in our life and the strength to remove them. Give us power by your Holy Spirit to break down the walls, to resist temptation, and to destroy the enemy who has come to kill and destroy the work you have started in us. Mm-hmm. I have a question for you. <laughs> All right. Why does Satan seek to destroy marriages? Okay. Do you know? Uh, why does he seek to destroy... Is this something not... you were kind of telling me about yesterday? Yeah. <laughs> do you remember? Do you I'm remember? a little... I don't remember what your answer was because it was kind of interesting. I was like, oh, that makes a lot of sense. Okay. Well, oh yes, I love that. I love. I remember now what it was. It's, I've got so many things in my head right now why, because I was going to pivot over to a different verse. I know why. <laughs> okay. You know, 
you know, I thought, okay, Satan wants to, why does Satan want evil in the world? Why does okay. Satan want people to sin? And your explanation of it was so good. Okay, everybody okay. get to the book of Revelation quick. Everybody because, gather around. Yeah, because It'll the book of Revelation book. has all of that in there. And so does Second Peter. So those are the two that kind of off the top of my head. And in the book of Revelation, there are the souls of those who were martyred for the for their faith. Now, that's symbolic of all of us who die to the flesh and were risen with Christ, okay, so as okay. a true believer. So that's symbolic of that. But these souls are under the altar in heaven, not to the same level as the throne room of God, but underneath that. And they're crying out for vengeance, okay, because of those that you know, that, uh, that basically what they died for. Right. And so they're crying out for vengeance and Christ says, wait a little while longer until the number of those who are to be killed the same way as you were is complete. So what happens is, um, and there's all different kinds of theologies on this. And even, even Peter says that when you, uh, when you are a believer, you are hastening the coming of Christ. So, in, um, in, in a lot of references in scripture, it talks about the end time is brought on by the number of people who will come to be new, true believers, right? Yeah. And not a time period. And that's why everyone, that's why it says in the Bible, nobody knows the time or the day except God, right? And there's a lot of debate on that. Oh, Jesus doesn't know and all this. And so there's all kinds of debate on this. But this is this is why, because um, Satan knows, he knows very well that he went to war with the church to try to prevent the people from coming to God, because then that lengthens his time indefinitely that he's got, because he knows judgment is coming. Him and his mm-hmm. angels that fell with him, they know judgment is coming, and they're trying to delay that as long as they possibly yeah, can. Yeah, because he knows that the grace of God, that God is waiting so that not one person shall perish. Yeah. And yeah. so Satan will try everything he can to um, stop us from being saved. That is, that's an amazing thought. I always well, thought, you yeah. know, why, why you got this like idea. A lot of people will show it in a cartoon or something of this little guy running around in a, a pitchfork, just trying to wreak havoc on the world. But it's a lot, goes a lot deeper than that. Oh, absolutely. It's an evil force. It's that, a self-preservation. That, that yes. That's, that's what it is. He's doing it because he has to. Yeah. Because he knows he has to do it. Seriously, it's like, it's like two neighbors, you know? I mean, if there's a feud between two neighbors, they're eventually going to call it quits, right? Because it's just it's just too exhausting to keep that up, right? Right. But this is what a lot of people miss is the fact that we are at war. And it says that again in the book of Revelation, Satan went to war with those who believe. And so after he went after the Jewish nation and left Jerusalem a smoking hole in the ground in 70 AD, he turned his attention to the church and went to war with the church. So the book of Revelation actually outlines all of that. Really interesting, really interesting. And so, so anyway, so that's, that's, yeah, that's the backstory to that. But if you even go, um, what I, I love in Matthew 16, when um, this, this sort of um, interaction between Christ and Simon, uh, Peter, um, and, and Jesus says, and I tell you that you are, are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of Hades, or hell, will not prevail against it. The gates are defensive, 
And he is saying that we are breaking down those strongholds and we are listening to a an alarm going for some reason. You know what? The <laughs> the Google alarm is telling us it's time to close this marriage pair. There it is. I think it is. <laughs> yeah. So now okay. we know why Satan is trying to destroy marriages and bring down the family. Google stop. <laughs> there we go. That's all we have to No, it didn't work. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye-bye. Bye for now. Mm-hmm.